Amen. All right. Well, welcome. We have some of our teens here today because the teens are at camp. They didn't did make it down there safely, so they're getting started, and they're they're probably going, "Wow, this is a big church down there." So they're the yeah they're they're having a fun time this morning. I know. And we have uh, three new staff members here today: Joseph, and Chris, and Annalise. They've uh, they came in this week, and they're uh, uh, here on the staff. And we're just so thankful that you guys are here. Welcome to the second grade Sunday school class. No, we, we, we figured out we had to start over. No, um, uh, for, for those first time attending, uh, uh, our, our, our theme on this series is, uh, is uh, uh, our theme verse is Luke 18, 17. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as the little child shall in no wise enter therein. Uh, we, have, we have this great rich heritage in our church of, of teaching young folks about the stories in the Bible, which are rich and they have so much application. Uh, they're true and they're, they're for us. And there's great visuals using felt. So we're going to do that. We're just going back to basics. And we've actually been doing this for eight weeks. This is week nine. And we've been in, a, we've kind of journeyed through the Old Testament, picked out stories, can't do everything. I mean, I could. I'm just not going to do that to you. I, we do need to move on, but uh, I've been excited about this series. But now it's time to kind of finish up the last third in the New Testament. Uh, we actually, our first one, lesson was in the New Testament. We're going to come back to the New Testament. And obviously the New Testament is uh, so much about Jesus Christ, his ministry, uh, um, and what he did for us on the cross. Uh, but let's kind of dive into the story of before he got here, and that, it, a couple of the Gospels do touch on that, about um, how, uh, how it was prepared, the groundwork in a young lady, uh, uh, in, in, a, in a young man, uh, or slightly older, um, a husband, um, and then a couple of the people that, that played a part in this. Um, so uh, we're going to be in Luke. Everybody knows the, well, I say that, I shouldn't say that. Um, uh, we're not doing that part of the story yet, but Luke 2, how many read Luke 2 at Christmas, the Christmas story? The Christmas story. That's kind of a, a tradition in our family. We'll pass the Bible around and read a few verses and do Luke 2. We're actually going to be in front of Luke 2 and uh, to get to the point, and we're going to let the Bible speak for itself a lot today. Uh, got a lot of verses, but it's just, it's just important to understand and see. And we're going to see a character um, that is in, I believe, in all three of these, these, uh, these scenes and these people. Um, he's named twice, and I believe he's, he is the third. Um, so um, we're going to be talking about the, the, the visitation to uh, Mary, the visitation to Zacharias and, and Elizabeth, Zacharias, and the visitation to um, the angel, angelic visit, visitation to Joseph. So in Luke 2, we're going to be in verse 26. Uh, and these will cross over. So in 26, and in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel sent, was sent from God unto the city of Galilee named Nazareth. Now, it starts off, if you just start there and you go six months, you might go, oh, what are we doing? We're coming to come back to this. It's talking about the sixth month for, um, for Elizabeth. Because um, there's a story ahead of that, and we'll get back to that. To a virgin espoused, in verse 27, uh, to, a, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of Joseph. And, uh, Mary, and the virgin's name was Mary. So our scene is that uh, Mary, who is espoused to Joseph, is visited by an angel. Now we're going to use the house setting here. Um, and so the, uh, 
So let's, let's get into that. <clears throat> and the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when he, she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. Um, I kind of be freaking out that there's an angel standing in front of me. But, uh, but um, in, in, in the case, and the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Our first point is the angel visits the favored. He visits the favored. Mary is the favored. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. And he shall be great and shall be called the son of the most highest. The Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. Uh, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, well, how should this be? Seeing I have not, know not a man. Um, and the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall, shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing uh, which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And then he gives a little, he's going to kind of give a little bit of proof here. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God nothing is impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. So we have a visit to, she is, she is labeled the favored among God. Um, and so we have this visit, the, the mother of Jesus, uh, Mary, a uh, uh, young gal probably in her late teens, um, and uh, a spouse to Joseph hasn't uh, hasn't been with Joseph. They're not married yet. Um, she is now going to have a baby. Now, this in this society would cause a lot of issues. Uh, it should. It should cause a lot of issues. And so, um, what's the first thing that Mary does? So Mary is visited by the angel, and well, we'll just leave her there. And she rushes to meet someone. And Mary said, uh, and Mary arose in those days, so after this she arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. So we'll just put Elizabeth here and we'll, a different house, so there's a table here. But they, have, they, they shop at the same Ikea and, and they have the same, I, I think of a military house, they all look alike, so okay. All right, so. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb. John was already at work. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Remember that. Remember, this, remember that saying right there. And she spake unto the, with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. In fact, the way I read that is that she didn't even say, I'm going to have a baby. She just walked in and said, hello. The sound of her voice to Elizabeth caused John, her, her unborn son, to, to leap. 
is awesome. It's awesome. And, um, and blessed is she that, uh, uh, leaped in my womb. And blessed, this is verse 45, and blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary so said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God, my, my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of, this, of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall be blessed. Uh, for he that is mighty hath done me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath, hath sent, away, sent away empty. She's talking about what God has done. God does great things. He puts people up. He brings people down. He, he, uh, he gives. He takes away. He just... Everything he'd done, but she regarded, he regarded her lowly estate. And he hath holpen his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. For he spake of our fathers to Abraham and to his seed forever. And Mary abode with, with Elizabeth, abode about three months, and returned to her own, own house. So, think about this. We're in the sixth month of her being pregnant, of Elizabeth being pregnant. We're going to get to how that, um, how that all came about. And um, so she got there in her sixth month, and she abode three months. She was there most likely for the birth of John, the one who was going to be the, be the echo in the wilderness of, of, of leading the pathway for Jesus in his ministry. So, um, so that, so number two, our angel visited the righteous, and you're going to see why. Let's go to Luke. We're going to go to, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, do, 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 do. Let's go earlier in Luke. We're going to go to the beginning of the, uh, the chapter. Now, if you, in, in the book of Luke, Luke is a physician, so he writes with compassion and warmth, the warmth of a family doctor, someone who, uh, so that's kind of how he writes. But in this, it starts in verse 5. There in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias. Um, so let's, we're going to change the setting here. A little bit. Uh, we'll leave that uh, up. For, we'll bring that down. <clears throat> and so we have Zacharias, and we'll just put columns up. So this would be like a temple. We'll just do that that way. That way. So Zacharias is in here, and he's performing his duties. Okay. So we we need to know the background of how Elizabeth got how we got there. So. There in those days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abia, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, uh, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinance of the Lord, blameless. Boy, I would love to have something written about me where it says I was righteous and I was blameless. I don't think it can be. I don't think it can be. But boy, what a, what a testimony these two. So number two, we're talking about the angel visiting the righteous. Um, and they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren. And they, were, they both were now well stricken in years. You would think, uh, well, if you're so uh, righteous and so blessed of God, why don't you have a child? Because having children is so important in this day and in, in this time. It's a... It's a uh, 
It, it's a black mark on you if, if you couldn't have children. And we see that in, uh, we saw that in a lot of stories in the, in the, in the Old Testament. But still, it's that way. And, and she's barren. She's, she's stricken in years. She can't have children anymore. But she was righteous. She was blameless. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside, out, without, outside, at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. So the angel appears again. This is actually the first encounter. Uh, and when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. Okay, that's a better response, I think. Right? I think that's the response we all would have. Uh, it fell upon him. Now, I don't know. Maybe he's, what have I done? Why would this be? Is this my time? Is this, is, is this time for me to go? But, but the angel said, and fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. He's been praying for his wife. And thy wife, Elizabeth, shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Um, and thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many uh, shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. It never hit me till I just read those two things together. Because I've always read this in my yearly, you read this, you get together, you forget what he said. Even from his mother's womb. He'll be at work before he's even born. Another proof why abortion is wrong. This baby was at work. <laughs> so filled with the Holy Ghost. And many of the children of Israel shall turn to the Lord their God. Because of him, they'll turn to the Lord their God. And he shall go before him in the spirit and the power of Elias and turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zacharias said, unto, uh, this, this is the funny part. And Zacharias said unto the angel, whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife well stricken in years. Now, he's being visited by an angel. He's a righteous man. He's blameless. But he still has got questions. How is this going to happen? And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel. Now, remember, Gabriel is the messenger. So Gabriel has the whole, he's taking care of this whole thing. Uh, he's the one who's got to give the message uh, to the people involved. Uh, and he's, he, he tells them who he is. I am Gabriel, that stand in the presence of God. God told me, I'm telling you, you should believe me. And am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee glad tidings. So, I should have put that here. Instead of and, but and, behold, thou shalt be dumb, meaning you will not speak, and not be able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be, uh, which, uh, be fulfilled in their season. And so, uh, and the people waited out for Zach and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned unto them, and they remained speechless. And remained speechless. And it came to pass, as soon as the days of his ministering were accomplished, he departed to his own house. 
And after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five uh, months, um, saying, Thus hath the Lord dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto Galilee, named Nazareth. So Elizabeth, she didn't tell anybody. She hid herself for five months. So Mary doesn't know any of this. And when she's visited by Gabriel, she wants to go see what's going on. Almost more than what's happened to her. I'm sure she's going to share that. But she wants to see what's happened to Elizabeth. And so these, these, the intersection here is so wonderful, so wonderfully well written uh, uh, about how, how Gabriel's he's laying it out. And you can trust him. And God, uh, we can trust God in all situations. Uh, for a, a young unmarried uh, virgin uh, to an uh, old uh, husband and wife who thought it was well beyond their time to ever have children. And that was so important in their culture. It's important today. But Gabriel gets to be a part of this, and it's, it's so great. So he visited the favored. He visited the righteous. He also visited the just. Uh, let's go to Matthew. Different book. Go to Matthew. Uh, we're going to start at the beginning of the New Testament. Many of you are going, walking through the, uh, maybe Bible in order. I'm doing a devotional, and it, it's, we haven't gotten to the New Testament. Um, so, uh, but it'll be uh, in the fall. You typically get into it, and it's, it's going to be great. Um, but we're going to be in Matthew, and, and we get another, we get a very small picture. But this is the one that brings up the most, in my mind, being a, a dad, the most questions that I could have, that, that I as a father would have. Um, now, the birth of Jesus Christ was in the wise. We're in chapter, uh, we're in, uh, chapter 1, verse 18. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, uh, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. So what that means, what that's saying is, he found out, most likely from Mary, uh, I'm going to have a baby. Now that kind of puts a kink in the plans, doesn't it? That kind of changes um, what, how you saw this whole thing working out. And we all make plans in life. We plan, plan to, uh, we're young, we're, we're graduating high school, we're going to college or going to get a job, we're, we find the love of our life, we're going to get married, we're going to have 2.5 kids and, and three garages, you know, all those things. Doesn't necessarily work out that way. In this case, Joseph has a wonderful girl that he's going to marry. And now he's found out that she's going to have a child of the Holy Ghost. Maybe in his mind, right? She told me of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, likely story, right? Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man. Being a just man and not willing to make her pub a public example was minded to put her away privately. He loved her. And, he, and he, he knew this was probably hard on her. Either if she made a mistake, if what, what she says is not true, he still loved her and didn't want to hurt her. So he wanted to put her away quiet, privately. So I'm sure, it shows here he's sleeping. I don't think he's sleeping. I think he's probably just lying awake, um, 
if he gets any sleep, it's very restless, but he's sleeping. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Oh, really? And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And to further reiterate why this is happening, now all this is done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Isaiah. Isaiah had said this in, uh, in chapter 7 of Isaiah. Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which, being interpreted, is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife. And they, he knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn, and she, he called his name Jesus. So he gets the confirmation that, no, what she said is true. So he's a just man. Gabriel, I believe that's Gabriel. He's doing the same, same uh, 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 message. Uh, kind of smoothing everything over, making sure everything's good, uh, being the voice piece, uh, mouthpiece for God. But it brings so many questions now as a father-to-be. It is hard enough just to be an example to your kids, being an earthly father and having earthly kids. Dads, for our, for our sons, we want to show them what a, what a man is like. We want to show them how we treat our, our wife, their mother. For a daughter, we want to be the example for them so that any boy that comes into their life, any young man that comes into their life, they have a measuring stick to hold against. And I made it very clear to my, my girls. I said, uh, and I said, we are going to tell you whether or not we approve of this person. Not meaning to hurt you, to protect you. And so, um, but I have to give them an example. I have to be the example. They, they need to see, well, my, my dad treats my mom like that, so he should treat me like that. You know. So now we have a little bit of an issue. Joseph, a just man, still a man, is going to raise be the earthly adopted father of someone who's going to walk on water. I mean, that's a lot to take in. It's bad enough that we raise, we, get, we have sinful kids, you know. We joke about the volume level, you know. I, I, I joke about my volume level. My, my volume level went up as a, as a parent. But now I'm going... Okay, I got this, but what's, not, what's in between the lines here, wow, I, I don't think he went to sleep after this. I think he still had some uh, sleepless nights for a while, going, how am I going to do this? How, how, do, how do I raise, if, if he's God's son, he's going to be perfect. If he's God's son, he's going to be sinless. If he's God's son, which he is, so let's get rid of it. He's God's son, what do I, a fallible, sinful Man, I love the God, but what, how am I going to do this? Well, God equipped him. He's a carpenter. You got, 
you got a trade to show him. You got the calluses on your hand. You can show him how to, how to work. You can show him how to, how to uh, have uh, empathy and sympathy towards people. You could show him, uh, you're going to show him how to live in this world that is sinful, that, that might hate the good that's coming out of you. you and and it, what's, we don't get a lot with Joseph in, in the Bible. Sadly to say, I think there's a story. I would just, we talked about the reel, that, the, the, the film reel that God's going to show for us in the movie theater in heaven when we get to have that perfect, non-fattening, buttery popcorn um, of Joseph's life. And the end and, and what he meant to Jesus. Because we know what Mary meant to him. We know what his, his family, know, we know what people meant to Jesus. But we don't necessarily see that interaction of a godson with, with his earthly adopted father. Now I had an interesting discussion. We were talking about that last night with a friend of mine who's brother has adopted kids who they'd fostered for a while and then they adopted and they're struggling with certain areas of of communicating in that adoption that I chose you and and I didn't pick you up at the pound and I didn't I didn't this isn't just a temporary thing this is for life I have chosen to be your parent your your parent we're your mom and dad, you are our kids, thick and thin for life. But they're struggling with that, and they're struggling for the kids to, to understand that. And I wondered how, how Joseph could fill the gap of, of saying, I guess maybe he just, maybe he had to qualify it. I love you as much as I can love you as my own, but God is your father. He loves you more than anything. And, and as he ages, uh, uh, it's just, I, I, I love this story. And maybe that's one of the reasons why we don't see Joseph that much in the Bible on that relationship. Because it may, maybe in our human minds, maybe as we read something, maybe it would, it would taint the way we we look at Jesus and his relationship with his father and, and maybe to, to, to take away confusion. But in this, just this little interaction, we learn so much or, or can think about so much that Joseph's probably going through in his mind about becoming the, the earthly dad of God's heavenly son. So God sent his angel, he sent Gabriel to, to talk to these four people, three, three instances, um, uh, well, three people, um, the favored Mary, mother of Jesus, the righteous Zacharias and his wife. She was righteous. It said they were both considered righteous, Elizabeth, and the just Joseph is going to be his dad. Nope, I've equipped you. You're fine. I wouldn't have given you something you can't handle. And he promises that. There's nothing he gives us we can't handle if we just lean on him. I'm sure Joseph probably leaned on, Lord, you're going to have to help me with this one. It might not have been discipline he had to work on, but it might have been the things with the other kids and dealing with 
you know, having Jesus as your brother? Why didn't he get in trouble? Well, he's God's son. <laughs> Could you imagine that one? <laughs> that would be tough. But so what a great story. As we prepare and go into the New Testament and look at these, the life of Jesus and uh, close out our series. So what a wonderful story. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for just the message that you give us, Lord, and your son, and Gabriel, who did your work um, in providing the messages to the people that you'd have him speak to and reassuring and, and uh, chastising a little bit. And, um, but Lord, what, what richness that you've given us, Lord. You love us, and uh, we just thank you for that. Well, we just ask now that you just uh, uh, be with us in the next hour, be with us in our fellowship. Thank you for our, our new arrivals here. And uh, Lord, we just pray that everything that's said and done today will be pleasing to you, Lord. And you'll be glorified, and, and all will be edified. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. Have a little fellowship, and we'll have uh, some, some up to get to class.